0: Ezra chapter 2, see I got it right that time, but I was studying or <clears throat> using diff- different resources. You can, you can, you know, find a lot of things online, you can find podcasts, you can, you can, you can look at commentaries and and I read a story of this uh, or I heard a story of this minister who was he was he was preparing a, a message or a Bible study on Ezra chapter 2 and he 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 had read it and just you know was just kind of you know, at his wit's end. So he goes to his library and he pulls out the biggest commentary he has, the best commentary he has, and he starts flipping the pages to get to, to the section on Ezra chapter two, just knowing it's gonna have this, you know, it's gonna bail him out. And he said he he, he gets there and it has one sentence for Ezra chapter two. And it said, Ezra chapter 2 is one of the most difficult chapters in the whole Bible. And and that was it. And so if you've read it, you you may may, uh, know exactly what he meant when he said it's one of the most difficult uh, chapters in in the whole Bible. Corey ended his his message this morning... um, with this phrase, that perf it fits Ezra chapter two perfectly. Anybody remember it? Okay, I think I heard this from Corey, but go back and listen to the tape. No, he said this: God is not done. You know, when when Jesus ascended to heaven after the resurrection, God's not done, and and here we have the the exiles the the Jewish captives who are in Babylon. They've been there 70 years. Cyrus the great, the king of the the Mede and Persian Empire has has overthrown Babylon. And what did chapter 1 say? God stirred the heart of Cyrus to send back the, the, the exiles to Jerusalem. Why to repopulate the land to 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 resettle to build the walls? No, God stirred up Cyrus to send back the exiles to rebuild the temple, to reestablish the worship of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob there in Jerusalem, in 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 Judah, in in Israel, and, and so we we have this account of of all of those. Events, maybe not all of them, but the events that 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 movement of people from from Babylon, but not just Babylon. Some coming from uh, the the former Assyrian Empire that Babylon had captured some coming from different cities all through the now the Medo-Persian Empire that is, that is ruling the, the, the known world there. This empire that stretches from India to Ethiopia up into to Syria to, to modern-day Turkey, almost to Greece. If, if they had had their way, they would have captured Greece too, but that's, that's another story. And, and, and God moved who? One of His children No, he moves the king of Persia. This We talked last week, this henotheistic king, one who believes in many gods but kind of suspects, well, maybe one god is in charge of all those other gods. This polytheistic king, God uses him. God is not limited by who's on the kingly throne, the earthly kingly throne. God is not limited by who is the Prime Minister of England or who is the president of the United States. I mean that should give us uh, that should give us hope. it doesn't matter. God is still in control and, and we'll see that as we as we look through this passage, first God moved the, key, the heart of the king and then he moved the heart. Of many people to go back. They've been in, in, in Persia or Babylon for 70 years. And, and for some reason, my brain started trying to compute. There could be a baby born the first year after Daniel and that first group of exiles went, back, went to Babylon in 605. So say, say a baby's born in 604 B.C., and then now we're in five thirty-eight. There could be great grandparents going back, going to Jerusalem for the first time. Right? I mean, he, he could be seventy years old, sixty-eight years old, and you could be a great grandparent at that age. Right? Okay, I didn't. I thought my math was right. I mean, I was going like, okay, he's twenty, his kid's twenty, and then twenty. You know, that would be sixty, and so he could have an eight-year-old great grandson. Our daughter, and and none of you have ever been to Jerusalem, but they wanted to go. They wanted to go to Jerusalem to rebuild the, the, uh, the temple. I was sixty-three when I had my first great job. Okay, so it just a couple years ago. <laughs> so see you, you know. Could be 63 and now have a five-year-old grand great grandchild going with you to the. 22. Well, I mean, if you're six, if somebody was 63 and then they had, you know, but if Nina was going and she would go because she's devoted, then she'd have a 22-year-old. Was it a grandson or daughter? daughter. Great granddaughter going along with her too. And now you have a great great. How old were you when you had your great great? Or is that not... Just two years old. So okay, so you were 65 when she was... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm really not stalling to avoid all these names, but let's, let's take a look. So, no, I'm not. <laughs> Carla volunteered via Bob to read all of these names. <laughs> That's right. It wasn't like y'all go back. He even put it on the king's heart to give them the the treasures that came out of the the temple, to give them funds for doing that, and then to also send out one of those donation letters to everybody and saying, hey, they're fixing to go. Y'all send in your money and go. So God moved the king's heart, not just to make a decree, but to to actually implement, implement what, was, what was going on. So, so we've kind of already kind of already touched on one of the parts, points. One of the points that we can get out of this chapter is the, the devotion of those who went back. Their, their, their devotion, that God cares about our devotion. But let's read now. I brought two Bibles. This is the ESV, and you see it's just like normal script. Uh, so you've got 70 verses, and it's it's just whoosh, not a space or anything. And then I, this is the the Holman uh, what's it called? Well, it's the Holman translation, and. It's, and I think the NIV is like this, too, where each verse has its own line. And it's not near as daunting when you see it, to me, when you see it like this, even though it's, it's almost like poetry, the way it's, the, the, the way that it's written, and, and my brain doesn't always compute reading like this, but in a list of names. So you have, like in this column, you have verse 3 all the way to 31, and it's in a space about that, that big. So if you, if you want to read all these names um, and, and, and your Bible is just one verse after another, it could have verse 3 and 4 on the same line, look for a different translation or let me know. I'll let you borrow this one. And, and you can read down through there and see. And, and, and it's, it's a little bit easier to, um, to keep it separate. But let's read in, in, in verse, verse 1, Ezra chapter 2. Now, these were the people of the province who came up out of the captivity of those exiles whom Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, had carried captive to Babylonia. They returned to Jerusalem and Judah, each, of, each to his own town. They came with Zerubbabel Jeshua, Nehemiah, Sariah, Reliah, Mordecai, Bilshon, Mispar, Big Rehum, and Ba'anah. The number of the men of the people of Israel. The number of the people of Israel. So we start out, he's 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 beginning to tell us these are the ones that went. Back, that went out. God put it on Cyrus's heart to, to allow them to go, to challenge them to go, even, even prompt them to go back. God put it on the heart of, of many uh, of the Jews living there in, 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 the, in the former Babylonian uh, Empire, now the Persian Empire, to, to go back. These are these are ones from that captivity of Nebuchadnezzar. Is this Mordecai Esther? Good question. No, this is not Mordecai's Esther. And you might have noticed another familiar name Nehemiah, next book after Ezra. It's not that Nehemiah either. So those were just, you know, common common names. Uh, that, that, that Mordecai comes about 50 years later, and that Nehemiah, Nehemiah comes about 100 years later. Um, but that's, that's a good question. <clears throat> no, it's not the same. So, so God lays it on their heart to go back to Jerusalem and Judah, their, their, go back to their, to their own towns, their own cities, and then He gives us a list it's actually, several lists in, in, in here, but, but from verses, uh, what is that, three, basically 270, we have this list of names. Now, if you see this long list of names, aside from thinking, okay, if I ever get a, probably nobody in here is going to have a, a child, a baby. Okay, this this would be my grandbaby's name, or or my great-grandbaby's name, or okay, maybe I'll just get a puppy. I mean, aside from naming somebody, what do you think when you see this list of names? You know, if, if this was a young adult name and or class, and we said, well, look at this, you could name your son like verse thirty-seven. Emir. Well, no, that's not a very, you know, that's not going to make the top 10 list of names for 2021. So if you see this long list of names, what do you think? It's like God has chosen to preserve this list of names for how long? This is 539, 538 BC, and we're in 2021. So over 20, Five hundred years, and we have this list of names. Light bulb! It must be important. Why is it important? Well, individuals are important to God. Because individuals are important to God. That God cares about our identity. He 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 lists all of them, and maybe this isn't every one. He goes through. And 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 there there are different sections in the in the in this list um, that verses 3 through 19 are a list of, of family names or clan names. Verses 20 through 29 are lists of towns where these people came from their 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 uh, their ancestral towns that they came from and then he then he goes back and he lists more family names in verses 30 31 and 32 and then in verse 33 34 35 he goes back to the town names so he he gives them family names and 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 town names because God cares about our our identity, who we are, the individual. Kind of expand on that a little bit. If he cares, then what does that mean? He still cares. He cared about them. He still cares about us. Have you ever been anywhere where you felt like Nobody knows me, nobody recognizes me. I'm just I'm just in this crowd. You know, we we live in a small town where we know a lot of people and, and and we go to a let's just call it a medium-sized church where we know most everyone, or at least we know some people, you know. There there you go into the Metro Mass. And you go into one of these mega churches, and and you could go like a month and not even see the same people twice or or recognize them, you know. And think, oh, I'm just, I'm just one of a of a of, of a thousand or two thousand, you know. Think about people in, in, in New York that that may get on a subway car every day going to work or bus or a train, and they're just, they're just, you know, so many people. It's like, I'm just, I'm what? I'm forgotten. But God does not forget His children. Maybe most of the time it, it, we don't think about that, but, but think about the importance of that, that God does not forget His, His children. Jesus told the parable of, you know, the the woman who who lost one coin or or the shepherd going and finding that one sheep that was lost. God does not forget His his children. He, He continues with... His list, after the, the list of the, of, of, of the families and the towns that they came from, in verse 36, he, he begins to list the, the priests. Verse 36, the priests, the son of, of Jediah, of the house of Jeshua, the sons of Amir, the sons of Pashur, and the sons of Harim. Those are the priests that went back, and and, and he gives the the total number there. It looks like one, two, you know, about 4,000. One one commentary said that it it was 8.6% of the entire group that went back were priests. Now, the interesting thing is there, there are four families of priests listed here. In, in, uh, in, in, in Chronicles, and I think later in Esther, maybe chapter 8, we, we see where David, King David had organized 24 families of priests for service. And yet in this exile or this return to the land, only four families of priests are, are willing to go. is that telling on of, of anything about about Israel that, that there were only four families it's enough priests to take care of the of the nation and, and to perform the, the, the duties of of sacrifice there but that that only four were were families were willing to go back, 4,000. When we get to the end, we, we start adding up the numbers, and there are almost 50,000 people who, Jews, who go back to Jerusalem. There are close to 100,000 different estimates, and, and nobody knows for sure, that did not go. You know, that, that only a third of, of the Jews that were living in captivity were willing to, to go back. You know why? Some of them maybe maybe were too old or or unable to go back, but unfortunately, too many of them had had become comfortable and and prosperous in Babylon in exile. They're like, well, we don't. This is I'm doing pretty good here. What were they going back to? You know, they've got a 900 mile journey. If, if they could fly, it would be closer to 500 miles, just straight across. But that was not the way to go. It was better to go north, kind of following the, the Tigris River, and then cut back down cut back down south. So they go north and then back down south into, into Israel. It was about 900 miles, and it was still a rough and, 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 and arduous journey to, to get there. Know, you know, that, that and they had to know what they were facing. And yet those who, who answered the call, they were willing to, to go and to face all of that, of, of that hardship. He next includes the Levites there um, starting in verse, in verse 40. The Levites, the son of Jeshua and, and Kodmiel, the sons of Hodav, Hod, Hodaviah, the singers the sons of Asaph, the sons of the gatekeepers, the sons of Shalom, the sons of Atir, the sons of Talmud, the sons of Akub, the sons of Hatata, and the sons of Shobai in all 139. Normally, before the exile, there were were many more Levites than priests. What, What was the difference in priests and Levites? They both come from the tribe of Levi, but the priests were descended from Aaron, Moses' older brother. The priests descended from him. The Levites were from non-descendants of Aaron. And they assisted the, 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 the priests in, in the duties. So that the priests performed the sacrifices, maybe some of the, the more upfront, you know, on the stage type of type of duties the levites are, are a little bit more behind the scene but but helping helping the priests and then after that verse 43 the temple servants why did they go back to Jerusalem? Say that again Why did they go back to Jerusalem To rebuild the temple to that 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 God put it on Cyrus's heart to go back why to fulfill the word of the Lord through the prophet Jeremiah. God had had warned Israel since basically before they entered the promised land that if you are unfaithful if you disobey me I am going to punish you and scatter you among other nations. And 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 I'm trying to do math 800 years later, after Israel's constant disobedience and unfaithfulness, God raised up Nebuchadnezzar and Babylon and took those, the, the southern kingdom. He had already taken the northern kingdom into exile in, into Babylon as, as punishment for their sin. But he said, I'm not going to leave you there. I am going to, to restore you to the land. And so we we, we see that this is basically an, an illustration, an example, a happening of God's faithfulness to his promises that I will return you to the land. I will restore you. So we have the people of Israel, Families, clans, of towns. We have priests, we have Levites. Now we have the, the temple servants, those who serve the servants, the, 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 the real menial tasks. Notice God didn't, He started out listing the leaders. But that's like one verse where He lists the leaders. And now He gives us, so from verse 3 down to 70. 67 verses of actual people, individuals that go back. And, he, and he, he, he starts with just the families. And then he goes to the priests, the Levites, the temple servants, those who they had sheep at the temple constantly because they made a sacrifice in the morning and in the, and, and in the evening. The sheep have to be tended to. You've got to, you know, clean up. And just all of those tasks that nobody else wants to do. These are the servants, and many of them may have been people who who had been uh, either conquered by Joshua, or the 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 next verse in verse fifty five, the sons of Solomon's servants that Solomon had conquered people and and installed them in servants within in, in the temple, and then he gives a, a list of 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 those as well. Then then look at verse 59. The following were those who came up from Tel Malila, from Tel Harsha, Cherub, Adon, and Emir, though they could not prove their fathers' houses or their descent whether they belonged to, to, to Israel. So there was even a group that went back and 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 through whatever for whatever reason they couldn't prove their their lineage their 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 ancestry and 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 they didn't have ancestry.com you know they they kept up with this you know by families of this is my um, this this is this was my father this was my grandfather That Ancestry.com thing about three times Joshua? Is it the same Joshua? I, I think it's different. There are different ones, but this this one. Um, the first one is the high priest there back in okay. verse 2. It is the high priest. When he's when he lists it in verse 36, it is the same one as in verse 2. And then isn't it right in here again? Verse forty. I think verse forty is probably a different one because that says a Levite, the sons of Jeshua, and the other one was a priest named Jeshua, and so they would be uh, they they would be different different ones. I think he lists it. He also repeats. the sons of the other Elam, verse 31, as compared to the Elam that's in... So sometimes the names, uh, you know, there's two bennies. Well, there, we don't have two bennies, but, you know, there's two of the same name, uh, people with the same name. So there are some who can't, uh, who, who they can't prove their, their ancestry, so they... Um, They can go back, but they can't claim any ancestral lands until they can come up with with the proof. And then also in verse 61, 62, 61 is talking about sons of the priests. Verse 62, these sought their registration among those enrolled in the genealogies, but they were not found there. So they were excluded from the priesthood as unclean. The governor told them not to partake of the most holy food until there should be a priest to cons- to consult the the Urim and Thumen. So even some who th- who thought they were priests couldn't go and and perform the priestly duties because they couldn't uh, they they couldn't um, prove their their ancestry. And then he gives a whole list of 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 the assembly, how many of the uh, of of the children of Israel how many servants how many singers but notice verse 66 and 67 their horses were 736 their mules were 245 their camels were 435 and their donkeys were 6720 they counted even the animals so help me with that why did they count even the animals? Because they were Baptists and they count everybody? <laughs> I mean, I don't. Nothing or no one is forgotten. They used to count horses because that would be like count army tanks. That was defense. <clears throat> yeah, well, camels, I think, are even better. that that I read the, the one hump camel, and I can't remember which one it is, the drama seal or the, but that it could carry like a person and 400 pounds of cargo three or four days without getting a drink of water. And so they were, they didn't count sheep or goats. But notice which one. did not count the animals that were sacrificed. And they didn't count the ones that were sacrificed; that they would be taking those back too. Um, but which animal has are there the most of? The donkey. Now, so you got horses, mules, camels. Those are the Cadillacs, the Lexus, and the Mercedes, or whatever your best you know car is. The donkeys are the. Chevrolets, the or the you know, the geo prism. They're gonna go forever, but but they are the, the, the poorer people would the poorer people probably had nothing. They walked. But 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 even the, the you know those that are poor had may have had a donkey and they took them. So what does it show? It's mostly those, you know, very, very common people that don't have a lot of money you know they're not going back to set up a business or to inherit their great great grandfather's house because it was probably torn down uh, that they're going back to reestablish worship to to the lord a portion of these to start with so they're carrying a lot of animals that are going to be needed they're going to need them yeah true they're not going to just go to Well, yeah, they take what they need with with them. Okay, and then verse 68. Notice what they do. Now they've gotten there, it seems. Some of the families, some of the heads of the families, when they came to the house of the Lord, that is in Jerusalem, is the house of the Lord built? No, it's scattered. The stones are scattered. The Babylonians tore it down, burned it, destroyed it. They get there... They've, there may be a few of them who actually saw it, but for the most part, I think, I think most of the ones that went back had never seen it, but they've heard stories of how great this temple was that who Solomon, the height of the, of, of the, the, the Israel's uh, pre-exilic you know, dynasty, Solomon builds it. It is grand. They've heard... Stories of that they get there and it is in ruins. What do they do? They made free will offerings for the house of the Lord to erect it on its site, according to their ability. They gave to the treasury, to the treasury of the work, sixty-one thousand derricks of gold, five thousand minas of silver, and one hundred priest garments. Now the priests, the Levites, some of the people. The singers, the gatekeepers, and the temple servants lived in their towns, and all the rest of Israel in their towns. So the first thing they did when they got back there was they made a free will offering, another offering, nothing that was under compulsion. They gave a, a, a according to, uh, to 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 their ability, and, and they gave more. So we see that just their their devotion. But God included that sentence, those sentences, why? I think it shows that God cares about our service. He he cared about these who went back to Israel. Where's the list of the ones that stayed behind? There's not a list of those. God gave us a list of those who, who went and, and, and that He obviously cares for, He, he obviously cares about our service, that, that God notices. He notices the temple servants, those who do the menial tasks, those who serve, who make addition, bring it to a funeral, those who make addition, take it to a, to a sick friend, or those who just smile at somebody that, that may be new in, in the hallway and, and, and say, you know, welcome. Let, let me help you find um, your class. Or you know, that God cares about all of the tasks that are that are in in our worship. So we have this list. There's another list. Notice some of these they couldn't prove that they that they belonged. The priests weren't allowed to 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 serve. The other people, they could go back, but they couldn't inherit land. There's another list that God has prepared. The Lamb's Book of Life. And so it reminds us that our names have to be in the Lamb's Book of Life. And not just mine. I mean, yes, I want my name in there, but but I want my children's names, my my family's name, my my grandson's name, you know, my friend's names. They're not going to get in on somebody's coattails. You know, it's been said before, God has no grandchildren. You don't get in because you're on the role of First Baptist Church, Grandview, First United Methodist Church of Grandview, whatever the church may be. You get in because you've put your faith in, in Jesus and that, that, that God cares about His, His, His people, His, His, His children. That God was faithful to bring back this, this remnant and God is still faithful to His promises to, to us today. You know, that other people the government, our job, whoever might let us down, but God will not let us down. Any other observations? Those are just kind of... He he's interested <clears throat> in the trivial, the lowly. And the lowly, just, you know. Trivial tasks that have to be done. No matter what die. it is, it's it's... You know, it's emptying the trash cans. It's cleaning up after VBS. Nobody wants, I don't want to do that. Actually, some of those things are fun to do because, you know, yeah. But, you know, unclogging, stopped up toilets after VBS when some kid wanted to put a tractor down in it or whatever, you know, it might be. That God cares about all those and, and our devotion. It's like he honored their willingness to obey what he had asked them to do. And if you're willing to do that, then I'm going to lose for Yeah? Yes there were there were a lot that didn't and and it was I, I mean some of the different scholars i've read said that it that it was they were almost they were commanded to go back i mean it wasn't one of the 10 commandments but they were they were certainly encouraged even even 200 years before by by the prophet isaiah you know who named cyrus 200 years before cyrus was born and he said, you, you, you should go back and, and, and hear God recognizes them and, and he, he recognizes our devotion. He knows what we're doing. If we think, God doesn't know, you know. Well, have a happy 4th of July. Nobody show up with nine fingers next week as, 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 as Corey was saying. Let's, let's remember that, just just like Corey said today, God is not done. He, he is still working. Thank you. Who, who do we owe our thanks? Everyone who brought? Carolina, Cindy. All of these goodies. Um, they were great. <laughs> well, let's pray and then... And then we'll, we'll go. Father, we thank you for your word. And God, we come to a list like this and, and wonder why it's there. But, but we just see how you notice each and every one of your children. And you, and you notice what we do. I just thank you for that. And may, we, may we find encouragement in that and, and, and gain perseverance in that, no matter what you've called us to do, that we know that it's in service of, of our king.